0: Hello, and welcome to People, Places, Power, with me, Nick Cole,
1: And me, Simon Anholt.
0: In this podcast, we discuss issues of foreign policy, international image, and a few other things along the way. And today, we're talking about a country that I know both you and I, Simon, have had long-term fascination with, and that is Mexico. So, um, what do we make of the image of Mexico?
1: Well, let's let's start with with what we know uh, about Mexico's standing from the Nation Brands Index. That's always a, a, a useful place to start. Um, in the 2021 edition of the NBI, Mexico ranks overall 35th. Now. Um, you you know this uh, back to front and sideways it's a health warning that always comes with the NBI overall rankings the overall ranking doesn't mean all that much because it is the average of an average of an average Um, it's a very it represents the the average ranking given by a very large global sample of 66,000 people uh, in a large Mm. number of countries and it masks a great deal of variation but still, it's a it's an interesting place to start in terms of uh, gross image. Um, it's 35, 35th uh, out of the out of the sixty countries that we measure. So that that number only becomes interesting when you look at it. A in the historical context, has it has it arrived mm-hmm. there from above or from below, or has it always been there? And the answer to that is it's always been there, more or less. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second question is uh, how does it compare? Uh, to certain other countries, particularly other countries in in the region. And the most striking thing is that uh, it's quite significantly further down the list than Brazil and Argentina. Uh, Brazil and Argentina rank uh, respectively 28th and 29th in the list, so they're a good way above it. And then there's a gap of three or four countries, and then you get Chile, a gap of two countries, and you get Peru, a gap of um, seven or eight countries, you get the Dominican Republic, and then uh, clustering around about 52nd, 53rd, Panama, Colombia, and Ecuador. So Mm -hmm. Mexico is quite a long way from being the most admired Latin American country, but it's certainly not amongst the laggards.
0: And one of the... um, Where should it be, do you think? I mean, well, uh, if there was justice in the world... I think Mexico would be uh, well it's certainly one of the most interesting countries in the world I know you've, you've talked about this you uh, um, uh, uh, and so maybe uh, say something around um, the, the the virtues of Mexico why people should be interested in Mexico
1: yeah yeah well I, th- I think I, it's a, it's a question that is one always wants to ask isn't it what we know what kind of Reputation a country has, and we want to know what kind of reputation it actually deserves. And I think it's I think it's a useful question to ask. I think when you're answering it, it's probably probably a good thing to try to separate it into uh, the more sober, practical uh, facts about its uh, political, economic, uh, cultural importance to its region and to the world generally. So how famous ought it to be in terms of what it actually gives or does to humanity, its, it's, um, its impact, its prominence. And then, there's, and then there's the emotional bit, given what we know about the country, um, how much more or less would people admire it if they knew as much? So the, the two answers to the two halves of that question, there's no question whatsoever that in terms of Mexico's uh, economic importance, it ought to be higher than thirty-fifth, um, because this is not the thirty-fifth biggest uh, economy in the planet. Uh, I don't know what it is at this precise moment, but I remember it used to be around about twelfth. It's a very significant economy. It's uh, America's uh, primary trading partner in many in many instances. Um, uh, indeed, vice versa as well. And so, I think it used to be number four in auto manufacture
0: in in right. the world. Uh, it does not go with uh, the
1: image, right? Absolutely, and I mean, its its economic size, its economic impacts compared to, for example, Brazil or especially Argentina, suggests that it ought to be higher than them. The fact that Mexico is well below Brazil and Argentina in the in the NBI, it may seem odd and it may seem unfair, but of course, uh, national image is is not directly correlated with size of economy. There are there are plenty of countries like for example um, Saudi Arabia uh, which languish at the bottom despite having uh, extremely large economies. So it's not just that, but um, you know Mexico is is an important power, and for that reason alone, one would expect to see it a little bit uh, higher. But then getting on to some of the more um, emotional factors, and the, there's there's no way to try and make this sound scientific, but. It is so beautiful and so exciting and so diverse. Its culture is so rich. Its history, its cultural history is so important to the to, to the history of humanity. It's just constantly surprising um, that people outside the Americas seem to know so little about it. Now, I know that's a little bit partisan. And of course, one could make a similar case for so many countries. And every country has its remarkable um, achievements, its remarkable history, its culture and all the rest of it. But, but Mexico, as I commented when I first started working there many years ago, um, is a country where the gap between the reality and the perception is painfully great. It really does seem to be a country that ought to have, could have, should have a better image than it's got.
0: Yeah, no, I had the, the same feeling, particularly not only the cultural richness, but the, well, the diversity of culture. I remember being taken to see the uh, Basilica of the, Uh, Virgin of Guadalupe and Mm. uh, pilgrims were there from all over Mexico and the diversity of faces and costumes and ways of being was completely Mm. astonishing and it it went from people in uh, traditional Um, native costume to people in business suits some people coming Mm. in uh, as if they were competing in the Tour de France who'd arrived Mm. as as bicycle pilgrims Uh, and then clothing and faces from, uh, you know, it was as diverse as a a sort of a cross sample of Europeans. Uh, uh, It's like a continent within one one country. And
1: and indeed it is larger than people think. Um, One of these days, I've been saying this for years, but one of these days I would love to do a little study um, comparing the actual the actual size, the geographical size of countries uh, in reality compared to what people believe them, the size that people believe they are. Because I'm sure that you'd find a lot of interesting clues there. And Mexico is one of those countries which as soon as you leave the Americas and you start talking to people around uh, Europe or Asia or Africa, you find that people have very little conception of how large Mexico is. And size in itself, don 't mean a thing, but it does tend to go with, as you say, diversity of culture and the anthropological diversity and so on and so forth, just because there 's more room and more people and more places and more history so
0: this um, gets us into some of the history of how Mexico has sought to represent itself, and you know as a historian i 've been fascinated by uh, at just what an early stage mexico was concerned about its international image much earlier than other countries. The 1860s, uh, this great Mexican diplomat, uh, Matias Romero, goes uh, north to the United States to um, uh, present uh, Mexico to encourage a better relationship. Um, In in the 1870s, Pforio Diaz tries to um, attract American investment into uh, Mexico. And, And maybe that's the clue that Mexico's story is so bound up with the development of the United States as America Mm. gets stronger Mexico, well, loses loses provinces Um, and uh, this story is um, well, the the, the two countries are are linked and generally to Mexico's uh, disadvantage
1: yes Indeed, and and it became very clear to me when I was working in Mexico um, back in around about uh, 2012 um, that the perception of the rest of the world, the the, the rest of the world that's important to Mexicans and to the um, Mexican uh, elite, uh, it starts with the United States. Um, The United States is the foreign country as far as Mexicans are concerned and uh, it's the foreign country that doesn't even need to be mentioned or stated. When Mexicans are talking about abroad, they are talking primarily about the USA. And I found that um, it it was actually quite difficult to have conversations which just even momentarily parked the idea of the USA um, and started looking at other opportunities for productive engagement in other parts of the world. So in in one sense, what I what I found um, in the past talking to, to Mexican governments um, was that their view was a little bit that their view of the world was a little bit old fashioned in the sense that it was dictated by geography. Your um, immediate neighbours, your trading partners, are the key ones, and this is extraordinary for a country that trades, for example, uh, to such an enormous extent with China. Um, Uh, But there's relatively little migration um, to and from uh, Mexico, relatively little um, to the rest of the world as distinct from um, its neighbors to the north and south. And um, Mexico, I always felt, didn't engage as actively um, and as as usefully as it could do um, with, say, uh, Europe or Africa or Asia, and one hopes that this might change. In fact, what you were saying just earlier about Mexico's various attempts to represent itself uh, abroad, to to get itself known, there's remarkably little of that outside the Americas.
0: One of the things I would find it quite frustrating as well, talking to Mexican diplomats, and it was rather like having a friend who was completely hung up on a... Uh, an object of a person who they desired you know uh, and uh, they couldn't quite get over the fact that person X uh, didn't think that they were completely wonderful and would also be always comparing them to whoever person X did think was was wonderful and often talking to Mexican cultural diplomats Uh, I had this feeling that they could never understand why Americans like Brazil so much. And they'd say, why do they like Brazil so much? Why do they, you know, uh, don't they know about the bad things that happen in Brazil? Uh, Mm -hmm. What about Mexican culture? It's just as spectacular as as Brazilian culture. Uh, Mexican Mm -hmm. music, what's wrong with Mexican music? What's wrong with Mexican food? And it was like, you have to say, dude, he's just not that into you. You know, yes. the, where, yes. but there are plenty more fish in the sea. There are so many other places where yes. Mexico could be significant, and is admi- especially within Latin America, where it is already admired and seen yes. as a significant, uh, a significant place, a cultural partner, uh, and a, a model. Uh, and then there's so much new work to be done in. The rest of the world, um, uh, that, that you think, oh, you know, if only they could lift their um, lift their uh, eyes uh, to the horizon instead of being fixated on the United mm-hmm. States.
1: Very, very, very close to what I said to them. In fact, all identical except in metaphor. What I remember saying to Calderon's government was, it, instead of constantly struggling after the tiny handful of countries that you f- perceive to be above you. Why don't you just stop for a moment, turn round, and look at the 190 or so behind you who already look up to Mexico and do business with them? Um, and when I say do business, I don't mean that in the strictest sense. I mean in every sense, um, culturally, socially, as well as, as as economically. And somehow or other, that's an act of the imagination that doesn't seem to come very easily to the Mexicans who, as you say, are obsessed with their with their northern neighbor. Um, and it's a shame because they miss a great many opportunities as a result of that fixation When I've looked at the ways
0: in which Mexico does present itself I think you can see conflicts within the image Uh, Mm. particularly the the tourist image has been um, dominant in international uh, representation at the expense of the industrial uh, of the industrial image and the, the opportunities to trade with Mexico seem to get left behind. Um, the, for example, at the um, there was an expo in Yosu, Korea, in two thousand twelve, and the whole thing was trying to sell um, Mexican holidays, and the opportunity for trade with uh, South Korea was was completely uh, completely neglected. I mean, at yeah. other uh, expos um, uh, in in. in Shanghai in 2010, there was an interesting thing about water that fitted with the theme of the expo, and then uh, a big a big section on Mexican art. And the Chinese were just baffled by the art objects that Mexico had sent over. There was a giant sculpture of the Virgin Mary, uh, sort of 250 years old, with a sword stuck in her chest, mm. and the Chinese visitors had no idea what this was and were really quite troubled by it until the Chinese guide explained and this sculpture is worth and put a value on it a numerical value on it and then they all all nodded and took photographs <laughs> um, but but these sorts of um, uh, I, 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 I I'm not quite sure what's going on <laughs> here how much mm. this has been thought through who's thought it through and what particular uh, spark Mexico is, is trying to, 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 to strike. Uh, in in uh, Milan, the Milan Expo, uh, which was all about food, you think that, that, that Mexico couldn't possibly um, drop the ball on presenting around food, but they had a giant mural of a naked woman giving birth to green chili hot sauce and, um, and and sort of the the uh, her, her knees were apart from the point of view of the viewer of the painting. It was the most. <laughs> it really put you off your uh, uh, your um, uh, uh, put you off your tacos. That did. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I'm not quite sure what what's going on, how they're thinking, but certainly um, the tourism and. Um, industrial Im- images seem to be in, in, uh, in, in tension, and I wonder how much uh, strategic thought uh, there is. What's your experience been?
1: Well, it's all, the, the, um, the, the hard part of the image and the soft part of the image are always uh, almost always in conflict, aren't they? Because uh, the, the tourism people feel that if there's too much talk of the modernity, efficiency, technology, and wealth of, of the country, how mechanized it is, how competent people are, that that somehow damages the tourism industry because it makes it uh, it makes it look over industrialized, and vice versa. Um, there's always a danger that if the tourist board has the lion's share of the budgets and all it's talking about um, is, uh, is is culture, then that can appear to do down the economic and industrial strengths of the country uh, by making it look uh, primitive or um, simply rural, or um, uh, obsessed with soft stuff. And there are not many countries that get that right. Um, Part of Mexico's problem, and it's a problem that many, many countries have, is that, of course, all of these uh, sector-specific tasks of promotion um, are vested in different agencies who don't talk to each other. Um, Mm. So in the end, the only one whose messages get through is the one that has the most money, and in Mexico, as in many other countries, it tends to be the tourist sport that has most money uh, because tourism is primarily a marketing exercise and you need to spend a lot of money to do a lot of marketing. So in that respect, as, as well, Mexico has been until recently, perhaps still is, uh, a little bit behind best practice, uh, modern best mm. practice, in that uh, this all, all of these communications t- tasks are still uh, split up um, and sending out fragmented and sometimes contradictory messages about the country. But I think, I think the other issue we have here about Mexico, and this, this can't, can't be ignored, well, there are two issues, really. One is that most of the rest of the world outside the Americas, all it knows about Mexico is what the United States has told it about Mexico. Right. Um, the, the, the USA um, has basically taught the rest of the world what kind of country its southern neighbor is. And generally speaking, that hasn't been very flattering to Mexico. Um, One of the things that American, uh, as as in US culture, has done for for 300 years um, is to remind the rest of the world and itself how superior it is by pointing out how inferior it thinks Mexico is. And that's right. um, Hollywood, which has a very loud voice, uh, has told the world nothing but um, frightening and violent stories about Mexican bandits and uh, poverty and corruption and, and drugs and all the rest of it. None of it is untrue, but it's very biased. Um, and I think that uh, you know when, when the United States has a nightmare about a country, the whole world wakes up screaming. Um, and uh, the United States has a, is constantly worried about, uh, about its Mexican neighbor. It's not worried about Brazil. And Brazil is um, reassuringly far away. And so generally speaking, the U.S. culture has painted a very positive image of Brazil, um, samba, football, uh, cachaça and carnival, um, and has painted uh, an almost opposite portrait of Mexico. And that, I think, as much as anything else, is the reason why um, we see Mexico ranking exactly 10 places lower than Brazil uh, in the Nation Brad's Index, even though... Thank you, Hollywood, yes. Um, right. Even even though it arguably uh, should be the other way around. Um, the fact that it's eight places below Argentina is even more surprising because at least Brazil is a very large country with a very large population and a very large economy. It's an important regional power. Um, Argentina really not to the same extent. Um, so it would be instructive to have a look at Argentina and see why is that so much higher? Um, than Mexico. What's it got that Mexico hasn't got? What's it done that Mexico hasn't done? Is it just tango? Uh, is it uh, is it Eva Peron or or what?
0: Yes, that's well. It's a it's a, it's a good good question. But I, I absolutely uh, agree that um, Mexico's. Misfortune is to be important to the American self-image and that for Mexico to be for the United States to be up Mexico has to be down Mm. and you know there are so many elements of America's uh, way of thinking that require Mexico to be seen differently so if the United States is the place of laws Mexico is the lawless place if the Mm. United States is the place of organization Mexico has to be chaotic and um uh, and so Mexico is crammed, whether it likes it or not, into this um, American uh, image mm-hmm. and it goes across to religion too, I think, with uh, Mexico being seen as the Catholic place uh, and uh, the United States being protestant uh, and there's even sort of a weird gendered aspect where uh, you know if, if the United States is male mexico is 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 female uh, with mm-hmm. these nineteenth century notions of uh, women needing to be uh, protected uh corrected um, and mm-hmm. uh, and a, a whole history has grown up with this uh, with this um, distortion um, and I, th- I think that the the border is a massive uh part of this, and um you can see how the significance of the border is overestimated in how other countries perceive Mexico, yes, uh, where it becomes sort of a Mexico is a, a border with a country attached, rather yeah. than a country that happens to have a geographically significant um, border.
1: Yes, that's absolutely true. Um, per- perceptions of uh, violence in Mexico, um, in that particular case, it's it's very evident that the border brands the country. And um, the the expectation, not surprisingly, amongst um, Europeans, Asians, Africans, and so on and so forth, is that the entire country um, is a risky proposition. And um, no matter where you go in Mexico, you'll probably be killed. Of course, it's just not true. Um, Mexico City is, um, has somewhat lower levels of crime and violence than Washington DC um, by, by, by many counts. Um, this is not to diminish the fact that mexico is a dangerous and violent country in many respects but the perception is so much worse than the reality and so skewed um, that really something sooner or later has to be done about it um it's it's almost as if um uh, mexico needs more than anything else uh, to break out of its region and start to acquire some sort of uh, profile some sort of global profile for itself which um, heaven knows it, it it deserves and would merit if it could do it. Um, but Mexico just doesn't seem to know how to do this um, or how to set about doing it.
0: Well, it's interesting to see the great work that Mexican diplomats have done at the multilateral level, where they've been wonderful citizens of international organizations, um, uh, and um, you know that's one 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 pathway. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of people don't notice who's involved
1: in international organisations. No, they really don't. And and I, I, it's it's very instructive to compare, for example, Mexico's experience with um, uh, with um, a previous pandemic or near pandemic, the so called Mexican was it called Mexican flu? So I can't swine,
0: What was it? The pig me- me- swine flu was it?
1: Yes, but it was branded as Mexican. Um, and yes. The, The the reality of the matter is that Mexico actually handed that particular outbreak um, in exemplary fashion and was commended by the World Health Organization for the speed with which it had uh, tackled the epidemic and prevented it from becoming a pandemic. Um, And yet what what happened was that the thing got branded as Mexican and was sucked into the orbit of Mexico's generally rather negative reputation. So a tiny elite of, of diplomats and international public health experts are well aware of the fact that Mexico is actually um, a um, significant ally in the fight against um, uh, against infectious disease worldwide. But the public opinion is exactly the opposite. And um, you know, again, this is partly the result of the story that uh, the United States tells about Mexico. Um, and just this assumption, uh, th- th- this is uh, this is sadly um, many Americans' uh, experience of the third world. Um, that's what that's what they think the third right. world is, and therefore um, anything that goes on there must be a third world going on. It's tremendously unjust, and it's tremendously frustrating for the Americans, and it's tremendously debilitating for their ability to uh, to, to, to trade and to engage. Um, Properly and effectively, uh, but 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 there you go. And I um, earlier while we were chatting, you mentioned uh, Donald Trump's um, attitude towards uh, Mexico. Of course, it was inevitable, uh, given his political style, that he would want to strum that old tune again of demeaning Mexico, and he did. Um, did it very thoroughly and um, and and uh, very vigorously. And so, in a sense, what he did during his, uh, his period in office was to top up um, that uh, belligerent branding of Mexico as carried out by the USA, um, which is uh, the last thing that Mexico really needed.
0: So what do you think Mexico should do to build a better image in the world? What can Mexico do to um, move forward?
1: I think it should be. I think it should be much more um, active in multilateral issues. Um, it's got the people, it's got the skills, uh, it's got the, the heft to really make a difference uh, in any number of international issues that matter to everybody everywhere. Um, it, climate change matters very much to Mexico, um, more than to many other countries. But there's enormous expertise within Mexico in um, various environmental sciences. Um, when it comes to population issues, when it comes to crime issues, when it comes to um, um, doing business better and all the rest of it, human rights in particular, Mexico has very patchy but very valuable experience in that area. These are uh, migration in perhaps in particular. Um, narco trafficking these are all global issues that matter to everybody everywhere and about which mexico knows an enormous amount has huge and valuable experience yeah, for sure. and it, it allows itself to be painted as a victim of these problems rather than stepping forward and letting itself be known earning the reputation uh, as a country with the power to tackle these problems together with other countries for the benefit of all humanity so mexico just needs to uh, turn itself inside out and start seeing the whole world as its shared responsibility and its, uh, its opportunity, its playground, if you like, um, start being much more active multilaterally. And I don't just mean the level of diplomats. Mexico's diplomatic service, as we both know, is a very good one. There are a small number of individuals doing exceptionally good work, but the general public, as we said before, never, never finds out about that. They don't know about that. So this all has to be done on a much bigger and more significant scale. Much more investment um, into partnerships internationally. It just needs to get active internationally on the on the topics that matter to everybody, and it will find itself uh, be- beginning to be perceived as a leader in the fight against these challenges, rather than just another victim of them.
0: But I, I agree with you, and I, I think that Mexico can move forward with confidence. Based on the the depth of skills that the country possesses, and mm. think of it this of the of the stories that we know are there in Mexico, uh, the the depth of of culture and history uh, that rewards inquiry and mm. rewards study, uh, mm. and people are not going to walk away unhappy uh, after. Mm. Uh, you know, opening uh, uh, their own um, uh, Mexican book. There, there's mm. there's so so much uh, to compel uh, yes. when you when you begin thinking and uh, learning about uh, encountering when you begin encountering Mexico
1: from the perspective of deserving the relatively weak image it has. If if we look just very briefly at Mexico's scores in the Good Country Index, which has, as as uh, our listeners will know is attempting to measure what Uh, what what Mexico does actually do uh, in the international domain. Uh, We find it ranks 67th, um, as chance would have it, one place below Peru, a significantly smaller employer country. Um, It ranks 114th um, in its global contribution to science and technology, 91st um, in its global contribution to culture. 128th in its contribution to international peace and security. These are uh, these are very, very low scores uh, for a country with the capability that Mexico uh, has. So in this respect, um, its image uh, is deserved. It needs to be looking much, much stronger on these kinds of indicators. What's it actually doing? I mean, one example of the reason why it has such a low score um, in some of these areas is, for example... The number of foreign students um, studying in the country, which is such a very important part, as we know, um, of the way that countries contribute to the world and at the same time uh, teach the world about what kind of country they are. Mexico is way below average in terms of the number of foreign students uh, studying there. And one could go on.
0: Well, there's a agenda in there. If uh, we have any listeners in the Mexican foreign ministry, <laughs> there's of action items right there for you. It's Wonderful to talk and think about Mexico making me want to go down there once again. But uh, that's all we have time for this week. Thanks so much for
1: listening. I'm still Nick Cull. And I'm still Simon Enhold.